welcome to the Heart Centered Entrepreneur Series. My name is Jody Maley, and I've been an entrepreneur and business owner for over 27 years now. Thanks for joining the podcast, and I can't wait to share with you tips and ideas on how to grow your heart-centered entrepreneur business. As a personality dimensions coach, I help entrepreneurs discover who they are at their core so they can have real and authentic sales conversations with their ideal clients. We all started or joined a business so that we can make an income on our terms. Whether you're just starting out in your entrepreneur journey or have been in sales for a while, the key to any business is sales and nurturing the sales relationship. So I invite you to sit back, relax, maybe even have your favorite drink and take some notes as we have fun delving in to learn more from the top 1-2% to 2 income earners who are making such a difference and impact for themselves and their beautiful teams. Their tips and ideas will uplift and inspire you in a heart-centered, authentic way to help lift you up, move you forwards towards your perfect dream and goal. So stay tuned to the end of each podcast as I will share a little gift from me that I know will get you inspired in your beautiful business. Hello, this is Jody Maley, and today I have a good friend of mine, Marilyn Crump. I'm going to let her introduce herself here in a little bit, but Marilyn and I have known each other, gosh, now, two years, maybe three? Maybe longer. Maybe longer. <laughs> we don't know. Time flies when we're having fun. That's all we can say. <laughs> so Marilyn, talk a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do for ladies. Sure. Well, I'm the owner of Art Inspired, which I started in the year 2000. So as we're talking today, 22 years in business, so exciting. I've been doing a lot of things to help entrepreneurs, mainly those who are in creative fields who don't have like a not who have like a nonlinear type of track. So I'm always innovating and figuring things out because I do a lot of work in business development, especially with online platform strategies and marketing. So Anything that is a challenge, I love to figure out ways to create a solution. Excellent. And so we're going to keep in mind that today we're going to be talking around women in direct sales. And Marilyn's going to share with us some tips and strategies of, I love talking about the four quadrants of a business and <laughs> get that going. And Marilyn is always a great sounding board for me. Um, I'm in some of her circles. So we've connected. And I know every time that Marilyn jumps into a conversation, you will learn a ton. <laughs> That's what it's about. So, oh, grab a pen <laughs> and some paper. Let's grab a pen and some paper because we're going to hit, I'm going to ask you maybe a couple questions into each quadrant that will direct it, like I said, to the ladies in direct sales that might help you. So when we hear marketing, so marketing is the first quadrant that I talk about. Um, I know with people in direct sales that, marketing might be like their, like I call it like the brochure or the book that they sell. That's your biggest marketing tool. What other ones could you think of? You yourself, you are the biggest marketing tool ever. Okay. Because I have some wonderful people in my life who do a lot of direct sales and sometimes they have more than one product they're into because they're just so into giving people different types of solutions. And I buy because of them, because I know that they're always in line with the best type of products, but they're also very clear and communi communicative. 
So clarity in marketing and then also just being a wonderful person, that's huge, especially in direct sales because we buy through relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And with marketing, and I know you'll talk about this a little bit too, (laughs) but I've had a lot of people in marketing that think that they're going to get the sale just by doing some of the marketing, but that's just one piece of the pie, right? Marketing is just another tool that you can use, but you can never replace yourself. So I love that. Love it, love it, love it. And so with marketing in hand, um, and a lot of people in direct sales too, I think another big marketing tool that I see a lot of is people want to watch a video. So they give you the information in a video format too. But let's not mistake that sending out a video isn't the same as having the sales conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. It can warm up the sales conversation. Yeah. And what I like nowadays is we are all our own videographers. Back in the day, that was not possible. You have at your fingertips the ease to be able to put a video out every day. So if you're using social media, which most people live, especially Facebook, take advantage of those stories and just give us a representation of who you are and how you relate to your own product that you're trying to use or trying to put out there. Because if you're not doing it yourself, like how can I trust you to really be as passionate as when you're selling it, right? Like, are you using it in your daily life? That makes it much more comfortable for me as somebody watching from afar to get drawn in a whole lot more to what it is that you're doing. And don't afraid to be messy with it too. I think actually people enjoy it more when I, when I make mistakes, I'm like, Oh Lordy, I just did that. And then you're like, and then they laugh and it's like, so being just yourself in front of them too. Don't think you have to be big and polished to be able to do the stories or to do those kind of fun things. Right. I call it, I call it neighbor marketing. Okay. I call it neighbor marketing is that, you feel more comfortable with the neighbor that you see often and the ones that will actually go, hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, saw that y'all were celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday. And it's not like your neighbor has to get all dressed up or you have to get dressed up. That consistency of connection, just a quick, hey, how's it going, everybody? And I'm real and checking my mail today. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) That if you approach it like that, It's almost like we expect to see you. And it was really weird because there was a time where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take the week off. I'm not going to post a selfie because, you know, I was just kind of doing this for fun. Like, here's what I'm wearing today. My hair always changes. La, la, la. (laughs) Uh, People were messaging me after like the second day going, are you okay? We haven't seen you. Uh, Something going on. And I was like, whoa, like that is so strange, but cool, but strange and freaky (laughs) at the same time (laughs) that they're paying attention like that. But People get used to seeing you. Like, think about it. If you haven't seen your neighbor in like a week, you'd be concerned because you've seen that neighbor a lot, right? So that's what I call neighbor marketing. Neighbor marketing. Ooh, I love that. Catchy too. (laughs) All right. So now let's talk a little bit about, so we covered marketing and now let's talk about traffic because when we do our marketing, how as a direct salesperson could we maybe get some eyes to those zooms or those things that you have coming out so what's your best strategy for some traffic tips well and i'm going to be writing down actually i don't have to write yeah. down i'm recording it <laughs> record yeah play this back play this back play okay. this back <laughs> first of all know your platform 
right? If you know your platform, you can understand how those algorithms work. In let's say the case of Facebook, if you're not connecting with people on your own, meaning if you're not going out there and making a little connection, like a little heart, smiley face to someone else's page, guess what? They're not going to see you. And what you have to do knowing that algorithm is to say, all right, well, who are my ideal people that love to get in front of? Get there, get to their page and do a little hi, or that's a beautiful baby that you posted about, or your cat's so cute, you know, just stuff like that. And then Facebook goes, oh, you're in cahoots. And so I'll show your feed to that person. So you have to take the step first. If it's TikTok, it's all about making sure that you're not varying your feed. It's it's different than Facebook. It memorizes kind of like the cadence and the style and also the visual. So you want to be very kind of like predictable on TikTok. If it's Instagram, beautiful photos and hashtags, right? So knowing your platform will help you get more views. But here's a side note, okay? Sometimes the amount of views don't matter. If you have an engaged small pocket of people, that could be much more lucrative for you than a bunch of random people, which would I call vanity metrics. And don't underestimate the lurkers in some of the things that I've done to help other people market themselves. When we look at different groups, when we look at different feeds, it's hilarious that the people who buy are the ones who will DM you instead of like showing up in that feed. And it's much more valuable. And I was in um, a group and they were saying, you know what? Our most engaged people never buy. They're the ones who always think, yeah, good job. Heart, heart, heart. They never buy. But the lurkers who never said anything will send a DM and say, I want that big package you got. So just if you're feeling down, yeah, if you're feeling down about, oh, people aren't seeing my stuff, doesn't matter. Does not matter. It's all about who's buying um, stuff. And I like to say, as Canadians, we're lurkers. Lurkers, yeah, there you go. We, we, we actually don't make a lot of comments, but we are watching you. We watch your stuff. Like, and, and I guess that is true. Like, sometimes I'll comment on some things, but I know I'll probably never buy. But when I'm watching something and I'm interested and I'm following it, um, yeah, I don't always make a comment, but I'll just be, I want that. And I think that that goes to, are you doing a, we talked about this in a circle group that I had a few weeks ago about the, do people need you or do they want you? And that shifts a balance in your brain of buying because people who, everybody, you know, everybody needs something, but when they change their language to, I want, you've got them in a selling position, right? Yes. Yes. Very different. Yeah. And I think if they recognize that you share the same values, that also helps with that decision making. Absolutely. And so now that kind of goes into the behind the scenes, which is a third quadrant that I love talking about with businesses. So behind the scenes and the tech, I mean, I, I frequently say, and I've said it to you many times, I'm not a tech person, but you do need to know a minimum amount And then as you learn and grow, now I hire out my tech people. Like the first time I hosted a summit, I did it all myself because I wanted to learn it. But the second time I'm like, I'm hiring a tech person to do that. So I like that you're saying that because when you're in that phase of hiring, especially behind the scenes, 
if you don't know how to delegate because you've never done it yourself, then you're wasting time and money and effort and you're going to be both disappointed. So I like that you took that uh, step first to say, I want to check it out, see how it really works. And then you're able to delegate better. doesn't mean that you have to be totally pro, but at least you know what questions to ask and what you need. So I like that, but some people aren't in that stage yet to be able to hire anyone uh, to do some of that work. So what I try to tell people is the first thing you must track is your own habits. And so a planner is one of the best tech tools you can have, whether it's a paper planner or something digital, have a planner and then start blocking out different times because you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And I find that the most that, that people can do, right. What, what we say, you have the same amount of time as I have the same amount of time. So that's where we have it even playing field. If we take good advantage of that. Now, the other thing that I want to say, as far as tracking goes, which would be uh, the smart thing to have is a CRM. So a client relationship manager, some people actually call it client retention manager as well. So e- either which way, what you want to do on that is to say, here's the main things I put together. When was the first time we made connection? Because then, or how did we make that connection? That kind of data is good when you're trying to help someone remember you. And then when was the last time you made contact with that person? And when should you be following up? Because that's when you start talking about warm lead, cold lead, et cetera. If it's been too long, I'm going to be like, I don't, I don't think I've met you before. <laughs> and then you were thinking, oh, I'm going to make all these sales because I know all these people. But then you that's haven't right. been in touch with all these people. Like what? And I think for people in direct sales, having that is totally essential. Like I remember when I was regional vice president with a company and people were like, oh my gosh, like you must have thousands, like thousands of customers. And I'm like, no. And then I thought about it because, you know, as good leaders, that's what we do is we, we take stuff in, we process it, and then we want to train better too. But I thought, you know what? I don't have thousands of new customers. I probably at that, even at that level of leadership, I think I had about 60 consistent customers, like 60. That was it. And it was because I was really good and just what you're talking about, that behind the scenes, I knew how to follow up with them. Back in the day, we didn't have all this cool, fancy stuff that we have now, but I literally had an index card and then I'd have all their names into an index file. And what I would do is every three months, so I'd have a quarterly one. And so every three months, I would take that stack and just stick them into the next stack. So that those 60 clients or hostesses or whatever kind of got rotated that I would be touching base with them consistently every three months. Perfect. Yeah, just like that. But not what you said is nice now is that you can have it at your fingertips. So if you're waiting in line somewhere and one of the things that I put in my database of contacts is what's their direct Facebook profile page? Because then I don't have to like search for them. And there's like multiple Jessica's that I know I can go straight to that person's connect uh, contact and connect there by clicking one button. I'm on her page and I can be like, heart, heart, love, love. Right. And then it's like, wow, Marilyn, you're always so connected to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason. And and do you find so now I know that we, we talked before about systems that you use too and that you can now you can carry people across. I love Trello and I know that you had talked about Trello, but what's your other favorite one that you love 
for your to, to keep people organized? Notion. 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 I, I love Trello. Trello, I still respect you, but I have moved everything over to yeah. Notion. I mean, it works for me because I what I do with my clients is I design dashboards for them and create these types of databases that's more specific to what they're doing. And I find with Notion, I have a lot of different views, whereas Trello, you can move cards and stuff. Notion, I can make some calculations. I'm that much of a nerd where I like spreadsheets, where I want it to like calculate yeah. on its own. So it just gives me that flexibility. Trello is still super amazing. So if you just need to get organized there first, it's a great place to start. Good start. And and you can even take Trello boards can be brought into Notion too. I believe you yeah. said that before, yeah. right? And it's nice because most of these technologies will play well with each other. And yeah. if you if you're out there and you haven't discovered like Zapier where you do zaps between certain applications, it's like that's amazing because then <laughs> you can trigger an automation. Doesn't that sound smart? Trigger an automation, <laughs> and then you're doing less, and uh, you're doing less effort, but you're um, creating more action, which is amazing. Yeah. And now to end it with uh, sales, because every every business, if you don't have sales, you know. So this is what I always tell people, especially when they're in direct sales, is that people will join a business because they love it. They love the products. They love the community. They love whatever. But they'll stay with the business because they're earning money. That's the long and the short of it. But what are your views on sales and direct sales? Yeah, my view is make it simple for me. Yeah. Sometimes you already have me sold, but then I have to wait for you to send me a link or, you know, you send me to some complicated page that I can't figure out. If you know that they're already in that way, like take your time with your customer and say, let me help you fill out the order form. You know, yes. let me get you to that page on the website. Those little touch points like that make a make a big difference. And then I also say to some of my uh, clients who have wonderful products, do you have your products on you? Because right. sometimes I'm, I see your face and I go, oh, I know you sell this and that. Do you have some of that with you? You um, raise your hand if you've heard people say that. <laughs> they assume that you're carrying around an inventory. Because yeah, or a sample in your purse or something. or But you might as well go with it, right? Because guess what? Like, I, there's many times where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen you. And your, your face reminds me how cool you are. And just your mascara is beautiful. Do you have yeah. some of that on you? I'm willing to buy it right now, right? You just missed out on a sale if you don't have it. So be prepared. Lead people where they need to go so it's simpler and it's actually just those few things sometimes that can make a difference between like hitting that target that month or falling very short. And especially now that we're kind of getting back together, people are seeing each other face to face, like just, just have it ready. Um, and don't be afraid don't to wait. ask. Yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid to ask. I think that that's one of people's biggest, I mean, you know, what I coach and train on is the personality perspective and everybody has a different way, of course, in their own personality of either asking for a sale or being comfortable with asking, but regardless, it does come down to that simple asking and, and so many people, I don't know how many, and I bet you're the exact same, how many people I've coached and then you've listened to their presentation and you, and they're like, People raise their hand, 
but you didn't hand out the order form even. <laughs> yeah. And then that's a lost opportunity because if you try to go after that energy is not there anymore and people yeah, are yeah. like, oh, they're not as excited. So while they're excited and we, we do that while we're at the store, that's when we should get the thing. Cause <laughs> yeah. by the time we go home, you're like, oh, and then we regret it later. Right. Like what you're trying to do is if it is a good resource for your customer, you're making it more convenient because by the time they want it later, maybe you're out of the inventory. Maybe it's just going to be, um, you know, a hassle to get that <laughs> in their hands. Whereas if they would have done it earlier, then they would have had the time already to yeah. be in it and using it. So, so now you just put into my head two comments. So one comment is doing it sooner than later, because every month, especially in direct sales, you know, at the end of the month, you have to hit your targets. So I've always been a big promote proponent in when I was in direct sales directly in different companies that I'd always try to actually hit my target in the first two months so that you could go, ah, it's done. Now everything's gravy after that versus I see so many people in direct sales trying to, oh no, I'm a hundred dollars short. Who can help me out? And they, and they do that. So no, by the time you do that, it's already too late. <laughs> That's what I right. tell people. And so, like, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned this, you know, and I want to underline it because yeah. you just talked about um, how the same customer really has a better lifetime value than always trying to get new people. So treat your yeah. customers right. You know, try to get them on a schedule as well. So you can say, hey, I've been, I've been seeing how you go through certain products and I'd love to recommend to uh, put you on this kind of schedule. So I'll remind you right before at this point. And if, and if it's okay, I'll go ahead and kind of make an order sheet for you. Yeah. You're making it convenient. And I go, oh, you get me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because order anyone else, you know? That's right. And when you remember them, and that was actually going to be my second point too, is that there's never too, too late because I see a lot of people in direct sales that if they miss them at the store and then they go home and they forget about it, but people love being taken care of or that you thought of them. And so if you think that, you know, too much time has gone by, it has not. Trust me, those people are just so happy that you thought of them and that you remembered like, oh, I saw you in the grocery store a couple of weeks ago and I and I totally got, you know, hung up or whatever, but I just wanted to reach out to you to let you know I haven't forgotten about you. They appreciate that so much. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, right. As a, as a customer. Oh my gosh, I, that that goes very well in my book. Yeah, just to let people know, give them that extra TLC. You haven't forgotten about them. And, you know, that personal touch goes a long ways. I especially, I especially think nowadays, right? Where people want to talk with real people now. They're, they're away from all the automation. They want real. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> all right. Well, I can't believe, well, it hasn't quite been a half hour. We're getting close to it already. I mean, Every time I speak to you, it just seems to go so quick and so many golden nuggets. And uh, what is one thing that, and I always love asking this question because every time I get a different response from people, but if you could tell your old self, give yourself a piece of advice that would help you right now today where you're at, what piece of advice would that be? My advice is to just keep stretching. 
Sometimes we're uncomfortable, especially when there's a new situation, but we have to put ourselves outside of our comfort zones. And for some, some of you listening, maybe you're comfortable just hitting those markers and that's been good for you. But what if you decide that you can be a leader and that you can have your own team and that you can really grow your uh, your business so that you can support your family even more. Now's the time to really stretch while things are kind of in that good zone for you. So just try not to get too comfortable because there's always going to be something out there to kind of push you out of the comfort zone. But what if you can be the one making that initial attempt to say, am I comfortable right now? <laughs> How can I be a little bit more uncomfortable? <laughs> and, uh, and then rely on, and here's the thing that I just love, right? Find people who know stuff that can help you, right? Like Jody has so many resources and I'm so glad you're listening to this. And I'm so glad you're tuning in because this is where you get smarter and learn things that you may have been, oh my gosh, I overlooked that. And that's actually pretty simple. One little thing could change the whole game for you. Mm-hmm. It's all about showing up. So I'm so glad you're showing up right here. <laughs> Me too. And so if people want to get in t- touch with you, Marilyn, what's the name of your site and where could they go and check you out too? The best thing you can do that's pretty simple is look up the hashtag expert dream catcher. And you can look up Marilyn Crump, M-A-R-I-L-E-N-C-R-U-M-P.com. And that's really where you can like find me. I'm always teaching. We have a beautiful network that Jody's part of. It's called the Phenomenal Female Business Network. And we just love getting together, empowering each other, and really kind of seeing like, hey, where are you in your whole journey? And how can we collaborate like we're doing here today? How do we collaborate? How do we connect? Maybe I know a client that would be perfect for you, et cetera. It's all about networking, building those relationships. So Jody, I'm so glad that, you know, we we made that connection the first year and then here we are, we just keep evolving. And I love that. Like it's the best thing that with the internet, I know there's all these other troubles in the world, but you know what? There's also so much positivity and uh, you're, you're one of those positive lights. Aw, thank you. And I will put all the links here that you mentioned. We'll make sure that we get them all in there for people. And I do love the phenomenal um, business group one. What's it called again? Phenomenal Female Business Network. Yes. <laughs> a little and, sometimes. <laughs> and I, lo- I love that. Phenomenal. Yes. I love that group. You do some great training in there. And what I especially love with that group is that you're not alone. That's one thing that I've learned. And that when you surround yourself with people kind of going through the exact same stuff, and it's kind of funny because in our own little bubbles, we all kind of like, oh, you feel whatever. But then when you connect with a few other people, you realize, oh, like Marilyn had the exact same problem I did. And this is what Marilyn did to fix it or vice versa. And I know that both of us have been such a great support to each other where it's like, oh, you know, the great minds. Like I know that you're a proponent of think and grow rich and especially that mastermind part, right? Because two, three, four minds on the same topic can give so much different insight, which I love with the female group. Exactly. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Two heads better than one. 
Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, and I have to say congratulations to you too, because I think over this weekend, did you win some kind of award for I dance? I won a dance competition. <laughs> I did some choreography and you know, and that's that's what I love about this life. Like, don't let anyone pigeonhole you into thinking that you only are good at one thing. You yeah. are amazing. You have potential beyond that you can even imagine. And I'm so glad to be able to coach people in different ways, even in dancing, even in life and even in business. So it's all about that. Just get out there, show up. You just never know what can happen. You could win an award, but also <laughs> you're just showing up for yourself and saying, you know what? Thank yeah. you so much for committing and living life. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for being my guest today. And everyone who's listening, go and check out Marilyn's site. You will be glad you did. Thanks so much for being here. Bye, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned a lot. Each one of my guests have a special and unique spot in my heart as they have shared what they love about their business and how they truly have grown in their entrepreneur journey. Thanks for sticking around to the end. And I would love to give to you a fun and easy quiz that you can take right now that will help you assess how you feel about the sales process in your beautiful business. Building relationships lifting each other up so we can all gain more in our lives and our business is what is truly important to me. And my hope is that in some small way, I've been able to do that for you today. So again, this is Jody Maley with the Heart Centered Entrepreneur Series here in beautiful BC, Canada. Truly have a great and inspired rest of your day. The link to the quiz will be attached below. And please like, follow, and share this podcast if it inspired you today.